This is just a little uh, article that I found. Um, it was written in Decem- on December 8th, 2017. So, been a minute. Mm-hmm. Five years ago. But it says, after having sex with ghosts, woman says she'll never go back to men. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find this person on, uh, on YouTube. Uh, but uh, a British woman claims that she's been having sex with ghosts that leave her so satisfied she will never go back to men. Her name is Amethyst Realm, and she says she's had some amazing sexual encounters with 20 different paranormal presences. Damn, get it, girl. Shit. (laughs) Apparently, it all started 12 years ago when the 27-year-old moved in with her then-fiancé and felt a presence in his home. While her fiancé was away, she slipped on some lingerie and a ghost had sex with her. I, my brain thought she was like walking across the room and was like whoa slipped whoa. on lingerie for a second I, I got there but it was a brief moment where my brain was just like what got it got it whoa and she fell in, onto a ghost dick yeah. uh, right, sorry go on Realm said it was kind of like a weight I felt a pressure on my thighs at the same time physical breath and stroking her fiance allegedly found out that she was that she was cheating on him when the ghost showed its physical form to him, something it had never done to Amethyst. That ghostly relationship lasted three years before she started seeing, feeling, other phantoms. She claimed she was able to tell all the different ghosts apart, explaining they have different energies. Mm-hmm. Of course, they do. It, whether or not this is real, this woman's living a fucking good life right just there. A yeah. fun, just fun, fun, sexy a good, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Realm wonderful, is na- sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> Realm is now seeking a special ghost to settle down with. Meanwhile, one expert. I mean. I just love the idea that the ghost community is like, yo, 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 you tried that bomb ass pussy down at. <laughs> Shit. Meanwhile, one expert thinks that what she actually has is sleep paralysis, which happens between a state of sleep and wakefulness. People can't move have hallucinations, and feel like they are being held or breathed on. But Realm refutes that because she was, that because she has had experiences while fully awake. Oh, but well, but Realm refutes that mm-hmm. because she's had experiences while fully awake. I mean, again, that's a dope-ass <laughs> uh, sleep paralysis because, like, yeah. that's not that my experience. Ha- no, mine are frightening. <laughs> I wish that I would have sexy, sexy yeah. times. Yeah, I've just never heard of any people. spirits out there. Next time I'm <laughs> locked down, just like try it out. I'm opening up the door. We're gonna test out the waters. Yeah, Freak. I may not leave the door open because you might be bad at it, and I'm sorry if that's the case. Or but... just you know, just a little frightening. Could yeah, little some, frightening. it could Sometimes... spook me out. I don't yeah. know. But anyway, it uh, on how good it is. <laughs> that's yeah. Amethyst Realm. You can look them up on YouTube. I think there's like a. Uh, I don't know, interviews or something. With them. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm totally going to do this. I always need more YouTube content. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing like diving down a YouTube hole that starts with fucking <sighs> ghosts. Yeah. Like, if, if that's where <sighs> you're, like, beginning, <laughs> you know that's going to be a pit. You know that's going to be a deep, deep dive. Fucking uh, love it. I mean, we've already talked about whether or not we would fuck a ghost because we did the, the ghost episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I can't. I feel like. We decided yes. Was that everybody was a yes on that? I, was I think everyone yes. was a yes. Yeah. 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 I think that particular story really um, spoke to me. Yeah. There's a lot of ass talk. I love ass. Mm-hmm. Ass talk will so get good. you. And then I, I, I think I said something about ghost teeth. Yeah. Being yeah. able to phase you out. Did. Yeah. If you could make your teeth phase <laughs> out. I mean, yep, yep, that. Yep. <laughs> I wish I could make my teeth phase out. It's called dentures. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Not the oh. same. I mean, I'm not trying to like shame anyone or be ageist or anything, but like, I don't think it's the same. I don't know. I've never had dentures. Yeah. I don't know what that's like. If I ever have dentures. them one day, I'll let y'all know. Yeah. 
I'll be like, yeah, I was sucking dick and it went great. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it was pretty good. I slipped on a banana peel, my dentures fell out, and then my Ooh. mouth was on his dick. I, I don't know what happened. I just don't know what happened. That does sound like a porn. Like a like just, uh, one of those like gonzo porns where it's just, yeah. you know, in the, the little um, ads that they put in the corner where everyone's oh making really, really stupid, like, whoa, faces. Yeah. I love those. They're so bad. They're so, they, they are, and they are bad. They're clickbait. Like, they film those specifically to be, like, as ridiculous as possible so that way people will look at them but they're not set up to be um to make you want to come yeah that's not necessarily some of them aren't anything but that like there's no mm -hmm. actual full video anywhere mm -hmm. um i heard about one recently that involved a, a person dressing up as a toilet uh and sitting down in the bathroom so that he could sneakily have sex with his roommate's or his uh, girlfriend's roommate without his girlfriend finding out. Because obviously she walked in. She was like, oh, it's just a toilet. Even though it's like a, a man-sized toilet on top of a regular toilet. It's magnificent. Just like what a stupid and magnificent idea. Humanity is wonderful. I don't know how I'm an optimist, but I truly am. It's, it's wonderful. I, I just... The, the places we are going to go as the future comes along... Bad things are going to happen, obviously. They always happen. Change happens. But you know what never uh, changes? How fucking weird people are yeah. and how much they want to have sex no matter what. With a toilet. Thank yeah. you, humanity. Yeah. You've made there the you universe go. a better place. I really Sometimes. hope that aliens come to Earth and that is like the, the focus of the first conversation with aliens where they're like, okay, so we found out about <laughs> Pornhub. And we were trying to find out more about humans, especially mating rituals. And we're going to need like a lot of explanation here because there's some weird shit on here. Yeah. And of course, we get to have that great moment of like, oh, that is the tip of the iceberg, my friend. That's the stuff we're allowed to put on the Internet. <laughs> I just imagine this like dusty post-apocalyptic landscape and an alien's kind of like wandering around and like dusts off an old laptop <laughs> and they press play on a YouTube uh, on a porn and up video and they got monster porn. Well, it's also got like the, the ad that's the toilet. Oh, and yeah, yeah. And it's just, just like, like what? <laughs> Yeah, they, they point to the other alien, call them over. They both look at the computer screen. They look at each other and they're like, these truly were gods. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't sustain themselves. We've, There's no way possible. We've never, <laughs> we've never created anything so magnificent as this incredibly stupid moment. Oh, God. It's, it's honestly probably oh, the only thing that's come out of capitalism is the creativity of sales. Huh. Yeah. 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 yeah, I could see that. Or maybe I should say it's come out despite of capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because creativity has always been there, but yeah. like a targeted, yeah, for like um, advertising. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Oh, talk about targeted advertising. So I was having a, well, maybe we'll talk about this. After. Okay. No, drop it. <laughs> well, I was having a, I was having a cuddle date, which was excellent. And mm -hmm. uh, I was watching YouTube and all the targeted ads were like phone games, but they all had like big titty uh, babes and like bondage babes. And I was like, <coughs> I was like, this is not <laughs> this is so, this, so weird. I'm never, I'm never, I'm never, I'm, I don't know where this came this from. The only reason that you purchased like YouTube premium is so that you can. <laughs> so that I don't get outed. Yeah. Oh God, that's hilarious. Shit. Oh my God. Oh boy. I just oh. I love the idea of you spending like five and a half hours at night, just like big titty games being like, <laughs> I got a steam deck recently and um, like, I'm just playing stuff like Stardew Valley, things yeah, like that, yeah, like yeah. cute shit that I'm just like, yeah. I love all these little yeah. villagers. Let me run in my lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't like ever get married in any yeah. of those games. Do, do you hit on everybody or? Yes. Flirt? Yeah. Yeah. yeah 100%. <laughs> but I'm just like, who to choose? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but polyamory. More games weird. need to accept polyamory. I know, because like if they would let me do that, then yeah. I'd just be like, oh, I will date all of you. It's like uh, <laughs> you know, Bioware with the uh, Mass Effect and Dragon Age. They're notorious for the fact that you can you can fuck other characters and date them and things like that. But you can really only pick one. And so, so like, like in Dragon Age, I think if you 
try to do more than one like the the other person will just leave your party because oh. they'll be mad it's like Aww. in stardew they all like call Rude. meeting at the, like the mayor's house and like it's all your girlfriends and boyfriends and they're like hey um we are all dating you i guess and you're like yeah yeah but i just started playing a game called kinseed and you can marry not i don't think at the same time but you can marry like you can marry a divorce whoever and you can have sex or whatever 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 and like everybody's like really cool with it because it's like very open. Sweet. It's like we I all understand it. that, yeah. you know, you love and then sometimes your love changes and shifts and it's all fun. Yeah. I just want oh. um a big polycule yeah. wedding in a video game. Yeah. I mean, and it can be an option. It's not like I'm saying no, make yeah, it the yeah. main storyline, yeah. but like, come on. I thought you just meant in general. I was like, yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying Where's, to say that what? it needs to be normalized in media. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone should be <laughs> yeah. living their best life, which is, I mean, just cuddle everybody. Yeah. yeah. Just just cuddle. Uh, you cuddles, heard it here. Cuddle can be great. Cuddle can be great. Cuddle is the best. Mm-hmm. Can be. Cuddle the world. <laughs> All right. Should we should we do this thing? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> no, I'm, just I'm just very excited about the cuddle conversation. No, no, go on. Yes, let's no, do I this. Mean, Rock and roll. I mean, if you want to talk more about cuddles, we can. No, no, no. <laughs> all right, all right. I just want to do it. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Well, don't cuddle me. I'm still a virus. Yeah, yeah, Dang yeah. it. Where's our relish? <laughs> we need a relish Can't on have this a hot cuddle. Dog hot relish. Boys. <laughs> all in good time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Let's 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 do this thing. Yeah. Drop Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Love at First Sighting. Sex positive, kink friendly, and thirsty conversations about the cryptids and monsters that traverse our backyards and imaginations. My name's Joyce. My pronouns are she, they. I am your cryptid researcher, bringing the monster book report. Joining me is Jim. Hey, oh, I'm Jim. I'm they, them, and I'm here to read some porn. Some porn, some beautiful porn, actually. Mm. Ooh, mm. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Also, uh, joining me in this cuddle puddle, if you will, is Coco. Hey, I am a horny little nerd, and I love learning about anything, and it's particularly fun when it ends in erotica. Yeah. Yeah. All righty, y'all. So today, I have a Bigfoot relative for you. We are going to talk about the Hebagon or the Hinagon. Um, Where he be going? <laughs> no, no, he, well, we'll, he be gone. We'll, he already left. He be gone. He's gone. Wait, wait. But wait, yeah. Wait. Oh, there ah. it is. Okay. There we go. Yep. I forgot that was a thing. <laughs> yep. 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 Joyce trying to forget it was. A thing. Yep. Uh, yeah. I I did try. I think that's the secret. Is I need to wait just long enough for you and our listeners to forget that I've done this, <laughs> so that way I can just throw it back out there and really Fair ruin enough. someone's day. <laughs> Yeah. Like they're driving okay. in the car like fuck this and they're like turn fuck off their car. I'm sure. Skirt. Like yeah. I will never do the like burr, 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 burr. Uh, I will never do that. No, we won't do that. Uh, I I will always pick uh you know like pleasant and very very simple sounds. Probably will never change this pad cuz I don't want to. <laughs> uh and Love I do it. have full control over its volume which is very important as well. Mm. Nice. All right. So the Hibagon, is it Bigfoot's long lost Japanese relative? Let's find out together, y'all. So often referred to as the Japanese equivalent to Bigfoot or the Yeti, the Hibagon is a five foot tall, 180 pound. What? Small foot. It's your, it's your brother. <laughs> brother from another mother. We'll get, we'll talk about it. Okay. This is the first cryptid you could probably fight. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We'll find out. We'll see how buff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, um, five feet tall, 180 pounds, hairy, ape-like humanoid. This creature is said to be bipedal, though there are a considerable amount of reports that say the Hebagon runs on all fours and hops like a monkey. (laughs) Um, From what I could find, these nasty boys are either covered in brown or jet black fur with white hands and feet. Some sources also state the Hebagon has patches of white in their fur. Uh, further descriptions include a snub nose, large, glaring, intelligent eyes. You can, <laughs> see, a fa- you can see that they've seen a little too much. You can see the, the pain of, of existence yeah. and of cognizant thought. All right. You sorry. just look. 
you just look in their eyes and it has like the mathematic yeah. meme, like floating the, meme like, the, the math equations around the woman's face <laughs> it's actually that meme like that woman's face and the math around it in their eyes <laughs> yes sorry, it's the whole sorry. meme in <laughs> <laughs> um, the face uh, is covered in bristles uh, their face tends to be brown in color the face is sometimes said to be long and somewhat protruding rather than flat like a human's face. Mm. And the head is often reported as being disproportionately large and shaped somewhat like an inverted triangle. Uh, as you might imagine, they are often said to look like a gorilla or incredibly large monkey. Unlike their North American cousin, the Hibagon's feet are only 27 centimeters long, it's which little equals I, out. I don't, I don't know centimeters. Sorry. What it, is that? It equals out to about ten and a half inches. That's which a isn't big that, foot. The like, but it's it? like a pretty average. Yeah, I'm it's pretty it's, average foot. It's a little smaller than mine, but not by I much. guess. Yeah, maybe it's like big for an ape, but not that big in the grand scheme of things. No, eight feet can be pretty. Like a gorilla foot is pretty massive. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Apparently, I didn't do enough of my research then. No, foolish. You've done a wonderful job. Yeah. Never, never Listen, say I don't thing. want you to have to become a, a you know, a, a gorilla scientist yeah, just yeah. to be able to have fun with us. Again, we're oh entertainment. We're not news. I know. I know. But slowly but surely, I am a, a primatologist, I think is what they call them. You're, anyway, you're Joyce Goodall. Oh, <laughs> look at me. I'm going to use that as my pseudonym now on. That's really good. I like Chase Goodall. I know. That was good. That's really good. Um, But yeah, kind of how Coco was saying that apparently, according to Google, the average human foot is like 10 and a half inches. So oh, okay. just saying, it's not a very big foot. I see. Um, So this is a little guy. He's just a little guy. Um, Also worth noting, the Hebagon is said to smell incredibly bad, like most of these guys do. Yeah. Yeah, supposedly smells like a rotting corpse. Huh. Um, oh, but geez. I imagine there's not many showers in the woods, so fuck off. Leave him alone. The last trait about our friend worth noting is its apparent lack of fear of people and its tendency to not make any vocalizations. So it doesn't really make like sounds like, you know, big, big feet. little foot. Yeah. Yeah. Big feet usually like do the whooping and all that bullshit. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, this one apparently doesn't make any sounds. And it's really bad when you get a full foot locker together because they're just all whooping and hollering oh, at the same time. Oh my goodness. Cacophonous. <sighs> ears bleeding. The, he- yeah. the Hebagon is the introvert in the corner, like, oh. yeah. <laughs> just rolling his eyes. Guys. Guys. Jocks. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking jocks. <laughs> Bigfoot are the jocks of the ape men, I guess. That's what we're be. going with. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. The majority of sightings for this cryptid were reported between 1970 and 1982 near Mount Heba, which is where it gets its namesake. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mount Heba is located in the Hiroshima Prefecture. The mountain is within the Heba Doga Taisaku Quasi National Park. That is a mouthful of a name. I probably messed up that last bit. Um, yeah. over Japanese listers, we apologize. <laughs> yeah, you know, I had looked this up, and I used to be good at Japanese, but it's very fast. You know, You're supposed to say everything like really, really fast, and it's yeah. hard for yeah. You, know, you have to brain. be quick, and there's also the um, the thing where it's like where you put the emphasis on the syllables mm-hmm. is different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Americans it's... are notoriously bad at that one. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's not true. Any like Europeans are bad at it too. I've absolutely heard an an Englishman try to say things in another language where you're like, oh my god, <laughs> what the fuck was that? Fair enough. Over 100 reports of this entity have been made, though, according to some officials, only 22 of them have credible. Mm. I don't know mm. what kind of criteria they're making that judgment on, but maybe that's what I found in my research. Or something. And, mm. Yeah. 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 Uh, the first of which occurred in early 1970 when a group of elementary school students out picking mushrooms in the forest of Mount Heba came across an ape like creature crashing through brush nearby. The creature became agitated by the presence of the children and started snapping branches, seemingly to intimidate the children to leave. And that they did. The children rightly fled in terror and told their teacher what had happened. A group of adults returned to the area, but the entity was nowhere to be seen. But there was evidence to corroborate the student's story. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
That same year in July, the Hibagon was spotted again by a truck driver. The driver reported seeing a gorilla-like creature on two legs wandering in a field, then ran across the road and disappeared into the forest. Several days later, on July 23rd, the creature appeared again, this time coming out of the brush and scaring the daylights out of some farmer who hmm. described them as being as tall as a man, covered in black fur, and having a grotesque face with piercing, intelligent eyes. Again, I don't know what that means. Hmm. What did I mean, they mean there by... Is, there's something to be said for, like, when you look at, like, a fish's eyes, there's kind of this, like, blank stare back at you. Yeah, or like a chihuahua's okay. eyes or yeah. a pug or something. Yeah, yeah. But then when you look okay. at a whale eye or, like, even crows, when you look at crows, there's always this feeling of, like, why are you looking, like, into me <laughs> like you're not looking at me like a little prey animal that's like whoa what is that it's it's like a depth to it where i'm like you're yeah. studying me and i'm very uncomfortable in this moment i, I can okay. kind of see it that you could okay. feel okay. a difference there yeah all right i'll give you that all right <laughs> yeah 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 uh the next encounter with the hebagon was in the town of saijo around the same time in the December of 1970, strange tracks that believed to belong to the creature were found in the snow of Mount Heba. The prints measured out to be 21 centimeters in length. More tracks would be uncovered in the following years, and one of the longest tracks stretched on for more than 900 feet. Mm. Sightings continued, and area residents started becoming uneasy, so much so that Saijo's Shobara County actually set up a department to deal with the Hebagon. In addition to documenting eyewitness accounts, the department conducted frequent patrols around the area in hopes of finding the cause of the disturbances. 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 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's hard to like talk when you have like a cough drop in your mouth. Oh yeah, that'll throw. Um, uh, Kobe University conducted an investigation of the area in 1972 to try and find physical evidence of the Hebagon, and police managed to make plaster casts at a construction site of some tracks, but both investigations turned out inconclusive. Uh, sightings continued through 1972 and 1973, most during summer months, and in 1974, there was a significant spike in the amount of reports. In June of 1974, a motorist witnessed a Hebagon and described it as moving along in a series of hopping leaps. On July 15, 1974, a woman saw one near her house and described it as very ape-like, like a gorilla walking around on two legs around five feet tall. In August of that year, another motorist spotted a large blackish animal walking near the road on four legs. When the creature sensed the vehicle, it was reported to stand up on two legs. The shock driver stopped the car and snapped a photo of the creature, trying to hide behind a persimmon tree. Don't know why I said persimmon like that. Persimmon. Persimmon. Um, do we have the picture? Do you have the picture? <sighs> I have seen it. Right. Uh, you can guess what it probably looks like. A monkey. Or just real blurry. It's just real blurry. Yeah. Uh, I was. I was like, also gonna say when uh, I went to Nepal with my family, and um, there was a uh, my mom went to a uh, Yeti museum to mm -hmm. look at all this stuff and i was oh, yeah. really really sick at the time so i didn't get to go um but uh she said she was like just cracking up because she got to the the foot cast and mm -hmm. she was like it it was making me laugh because the foot was maybe like you know three or four centimeters bigger than your foot <laughs> and she was like i'm kind of imagining that there was just a very hairy dutch man wandering around in the mountains and all these nepali people were seeing it and being like oh my fucking god what the hell is that <laughs> uh which is still magnificent either way yeah um i wonder if your mom went to that like really famous yeti museum because like they set one up at one of the um there was a temple where monks were really famous for interacting and they had the quote unquote Yeti scalp. Oh yeah, we talked um, about that during the Yeti episode. Yeah. And they set up a museum. The, that one. Um hmm, that's interesting. Might have to ask your mama. I actually have forgotten the name of the town, which is real shitty. Um because we, we also went to Kathmandu, but um I think the the second town that we went to is where the museum was that she went to, I'm pretty sure. Um 
It was like right in the Himalayas. The name of the Sounds mountain about was right. like Fishtail or something. It was a really cool spot. I think there was a giant statue of Buddha up on a uh, mountain that we, we climbed up. It may have been the spot that Buddha, that it's believed that Buddha meditated and reached Nirvana. Ooh. I can't remember if that it was that or it was like birthplace man i wish i could remember i feel like it was that it was like the place that is believed to be where where buddha sat under the tree for an extended period of time and found nirvana radical all right cool um so getting back to our boy many tracks were also discovered in the year of 1974 including a series of prints found on august 21st in a mountain valley um, the footprints were 30 centimeters long, which is not large for a Sasquatch, but some of the biggest prints found for an alleged Hebagon. After the surge of eyewitness accounts in 1974, sightings of the Hebagon dropped off almost completely until 1980, when one was seen fleeing across a river with a bouncing gate near the town of Yamano, where it became known as the Yamagon. Uh, it was spotted in the same area again in 1981 on a road near a health center. According to some, the most remarkable sighting occurred in 1982 in Mitsurugi, uh, which is located about 18 and a half miles west of Yamano. Um, this is kind of a standout report in that the Hibagon was described as being closer in size to a Sasquatch, mm. estimating about seven feet tall. Uh, the most bizarre feature of this account was that the creature was said to be holding what looked like some sort of stone axe. This is the only account of a Hebagon wielding any kind of tool. After 1982 sightings of the guy, the guy, the Hebagon <laughs> stopped. Uh, nothing substantial was really surfaced since. There is footage and photo evidence out there, but surprise, surprise, like we said, it's blurry. Super blurry. Very convenient. Um, <laughs> so theories for our little guy. Escape zoo animal. Some kind of gorilla. Wild man, cryptid, some sort of creature born out of radiation, visual illusions, misidentified macaque. Um, got, like, I don't want to poo-poo the Hibagon, but like, I, I, I don't want to poo-poo the Hibagon, but <laughs> I, it, there are monkeys there. There are. Um, I've seen them. And I feel like, you know, sometimes, sometimes a monkey can get big, you know, sometimes it's a bigger, it's a it's bigger a boy. It's a big monkey. It's a big old monkey. It's bigger than the other monkeys. It happens. He, eat, he be eating good. And, you know, people are like, oh, holy shit, it's a hibagon when it's just a hibagon that a, went to CeCe's Pizza and yeah. ate all the pizza. <laughs> Full buffet, baby. Mr. Gaddy's just be eating all that pizza. Because does Japan have Mr. Gaddy's? I I would love it if they did. That'd be fucking yeah, funny. But I'm I know gonna, they have I'm other places out there. Probably not. No, they probably don't. But that, for some reason, that's really funny. It's really tickling me. <laughs> Although <laughs> the I Japanese Mr. Gaddy's. I do remember learning that the 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 ty- the way that we eat pizza now, the like flat pizza mm-hmm. with the toppings on on it, is a Jap. It comes from Japan. It was a uh? Japanese thing that they were making pizza that way to emulate. Italian pizza, which is usually more like layer based. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Gaddy son. Yeah. That's what would be. <laughs> you've hurt. You've hurt everyone. You've hurt everyone. That I. I, th- I feel like a ton of people have now taken psychic damage. <laughs> oh no. I I do feel I do feel like something in me is hurt, but I don't know what. I mean, I'm just saying it wouldn't be Mr. That's not how they do it. It's not Mr. Gaddy's. No, I know. I know. <laughs> but yeah, if you Google Hebogon, you're going to find some silly little statues. They're very cute. And there's even like a park that has, because like Japan likes to make mascots for everything. You'll find a cute little buddy. I also heard there's a Hebogon festival in the area that where, you know, Hebogon, Mount Heba uh, each year. But I couldn't find the specifics of when. It looks like a hoot. Gaddy-san. God damn it. Can we make that a shirt? Is that? Yes. Because I feel like we're far enough away from Gaddy land. Yeah. Uh, He has a little Hebagon on there. there. Eating some pizza, eating some za. I would like that. Where's where's your shirt list? 
I put it oh in there. Oh my gosh. Our, this, if we had a drinking game, this would be one of the things on there. Did sure. they make a shirt? Shirt. Got a drink. Um, yeah, that's all the Hebagon stuff I got. He's fun. He's yes. not very big. Sounds like a cute just, little guy. Yeah, he's just a little guy. Big for a monkey, but little for a guy. I mean, not really that big for a monkey, though. A gorilla's at least that big. They're big. Yeah, they're big boys. I guess that's true. They are. They are thick, thick, thick little men. He's just doing his thing. He sounds like he just doesn't want to be bothered. He doesn't make sound. He gets agitated when people are in his space. I feel it. But yeah. 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 I I like this this guy. Sorry. I also got distracted because I was trying to find um, the Buddhist temple. It, it was in a, a place called Pakara. Um, cool. So we'll have to look up and see if that Yeti Museum that you're thinking of is in Pakara. But I don't think it's that one. But Okay. Yeah. Well, so. So. Hebagon. Yeah. Hebagon. Does Hebagon get it on or? Hebagon. What's up? Hebagon getting your business. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I like it. You did really well. Keep it going. Go to get some. God damn it. That's that's the full shirt. <laughs> oh my keep, god. Keep it going. Go to Getty son. <laughs> Shit. Turn left, Grandma. I got a heba go to Getty son or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like one of those like those those shirts that you see on like Facebook ads where it's like, I'm an Aquarius. I'm an asshole. I love to eat Gaddy son. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe oh I've got it. I met the Hebagon and all I got was a gift card to Gaddy's. To Gaddy's. <laughs> it would have to have a picture of like Japanese Gaddy's on it. Yeah. We could figure that out. Mm-hmm. Just do it in the or or we could do we could translate well Gaddy like just directly translate Gaddy to Japanese so that way it's Yeah. like written Oh like across. katakana or yeah. whatever. And yes. then do that in the Gaddyland font. Yes. Oh my God. I feel like we can do this. I'm loving this idea already. Yeah. Because no one's gonna think that that's a real. No one. This would fall under the the um. What's it called? It's a uh, the farce or there's like a law where you can you can make something that looks exactly like the original product as long as it's very obvious that it's uh yeah like a joke yeah yeah or yeah. A satire. yeah yeah satire it's satire yeah i think that's maybe that's what it's called maybe but. we should put like down in like a little like a little asterisk just down <laughs> little in quotes satire satire all right let's let's hear about this boy it doesn't okay. do a fuck boy fuck boy do fuck boy do fuck all right so this you sent me a whole bunch of them i clicked on the very first one started reading it and i was in love so <laughs> I didn't even look yeah, at the other I, ones. I found a lot of Bigfoot stories because I had some time. Also, a lot of them reference the Adventure Zone. A lot of like Adventure Zone like yes. fanfics. That is That's one fun. of the ones I picked. Is, is, I figured you would. Is Bigfoot in? I mean, I mean, I've watched all yeah. of Adventure Time, but I don't. The uh, the um, oh, Adventure Zone. Or oh oh, I was thinking Adventure Time. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So the yeah Taz, the Taz Amnesty yeah, um, yeah season. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Okay, so this is called The Box by Mikey Doodle Dandy, and that's on AO3 or an archive of our own. Um, Please go read the story. It was 15 pages long when I copied it over, uh, and obviously that is way longer than what we would generally do. So I had to cut a lot, a lot, a lot of it out. So you're missing so much nuance. You're missing so much love between two people. That you really, really need to go read. So please, 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 people who listen to the show, please go read the story. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. It's really sweet. Cool. cool. But it does include two people that were traditionally in the um the Adventure Zone Amnesty Park. We've got Barclay, which was the the big the Bigfoot person. Mm-hmm. And we got uh Joseph Stern, I think was the last name. And they were yes. like the I don't know if they were FBI, I can't remember. They were an agent of some sort. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I assumed I assumed that you would I made that assumption. So all right. Joseph lay on his side on the bed, getting comfortable with a soft sigh. Barclay brushed his fingers along the curve of his partner's body before resting it on Joseph's hip and pressing himself close. 
No doubt Joseph was able to feel the large length of the dildo resting against his ass, if the shudder that quivered through his body was anything to go by. I bet you see where I'm going with this. I do. Stern replied with barely a whisper, putting his hand on Barclays. I guess I should have said, I do. <laughs> and I'm liking the direction. Sure hope so. <laughs> Maybe too sassy. Sassy. <laughs> sure hope so. All the deep penetration of riding without having gravity to contend with? All right, here we go. Barclay smirked, reapplying a dollop of lube and lining the toy up with his partner's hole once more. Stern whined as he slowly pushed the head past the ring of muscles, the agent gripping the sheets. Good? Yes. Now, move, please. Yes, sir. The sylph chuckled, beginning a steady thrust. He started shallow, working the toy a little deeper into his partner with each go. Joseph leaned his head back against Barclay's chest, lips parted in pleasure as the other man started fucking his boyfriend in earnest. He didn't go past the knot yet, saving that for when Joseph was more thoroughly fucked and loose enough to take it. Mm, perfect, his boyfriend mumbled, pleased and flustered expression on his face as Barclay really got going, his fingers curling into the sheets. The sylph kissed his throat, sliding his hand over the man's hip and grasping his cock. Joseph shivered again, bucking up into his lover's touch. They got into a comfortable rhythm, Barclay making a challenge for himself to see just what sort of noises he could pull out of the other man. Joseph was panting and rocking between the cock in his ass and Barclay's hand, his skin damp and warm with pleasure as his partner met his movements. He was a picture of exquisiteness. Wrapped in the passion of tender love, the sight of which got Barclay throbbing with one. Damn, you're gorgeous. He praised, tone husky with arousal, as he picked up his pace. He could just barely feel his erect clit rubbing against the harness, the sylph trying to press himself against it to try to get s some. <laughs> the sylph trying to press himself against it to try to get some much wanted friction. You throw one clit into the story and Jim's gotta chug some water. Just uh just craving that clit. Thirsty little one. <laughs> Alright, correct clit. No, you're a little after that. <laughs> they had yet to find something that could adequately get them both off at the same time while Barkley pegged Joseph. But it wasn't like he got nothing out of it. Joseph was ravishing like this, and Barclay adored making him feel good, even with the disconnect. Joseph never went without returning the attention in full, so he could hardly be bitter. Pastor, fuck Barclay, please, Joseph whined, toes curling against their bedding. Barclay adjusted his angle before proceeding, his thrusts growing quicker and more erratic. That must have hit Joseph's prostate head on, because the man let out a long, quavering moan, loving every moment. Barclay was glad their room was far away from the other residents that Joseph could feel comfortable letting out such cries of pleasure without alerting their neighbors of just what they were doing. The sylph adored his partner getting to let go and enjoy himself. As he pressed kisses to Joseph's shoulders and neck, the man let out another series of shuddering gasps. Body tensing under his partner's touch, he murmured incoherent praise as he was pulled closer to orgasm, thrusting his hips more desperately. Barclay, I'm I need... Fuck. What do you need, Joe? Close. I want... Mm, not. I'm ready for the knot. Yeah? Okay. Barclay nodded, nibbling his boyfriend's ear as he began thrusting deeper. Joseph's body resisted the large bulge at the base of the toy at first, but Barclay quickly found the lube bottle and awkwardly squelched a bit more onto the cock, accidentally dribbling some of it onto the sheets. Neither of them cared, though. Too preoccupied too preoccupied as the sylph began putting more strength behind his thrusts, reminding himself that Joseph could handle his human form just fine and wanted this. His partner's moans grew more needy and his fingers dug more tightly into the mattress as he got closer, pressing his head back firmly against Barclay's chest in a fevered attempt to ground himself in his pleasure. The sylph, recognizing just how close Joseph was, gave the toy a final snap of his hips and popped the knot inside Joseph with one deep thrust. The agent cried out, eyes screwed shut and lips parted as he embraced his body's quake of bliss. 
His muscles tensed under Barclay's touch for a half moment before he met release, cock throbbing in the sylph's hand as he came, no doubt clenching hard around the girth of the knot in his ass. Barclay held him close through his orgasm, thrusting through it and murmuring praise as he gave love of his life an anchor in his ecstasy. Barclay. I've got you, babe. I've got you. Fuck. Finally, the throes of passion released Joseph, his body relaxing against Barclay's as they let out a pleased sigh. The sylph wiped his hand off on the sheets before gently rubbing circles on his partner's hip and thigh with a soft smirk. So, what kind of review does that toy get, then? Hmm. Fantastic. Loved it. We'll get fucked by it again. (sighs) Ten out of ten would do again. (laughs) (laughs) Joseph hummed shifting so he could look up at Barclay's face. He had a flushed and dreamy expression that the sylph couldn't help but kiss. Provided, of course, that it's attached to my wonderful boyfriend. And then we're skipping a big chunk of love and love and support and so so Uh beautiful between these two people and on down to the sexy again. Boop. Joseph wet his lips, shimmying up to his lover on his hands and knees. He kissed Barclay softly reaching down and finding the man's clip once more. Oh, yeah, I forgot. They took off the the bracelet that makes Barclay look human. And so now Barclay is big old beefy boy, beefy big boy. (laughs) Give me that beef. (laughs) Give me the beef. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Give me that beef. 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 Sorry, go on. We gotta we gotta be good or Joyce is gonna take it away from us. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Joyce can fight me. Uh. (laughs) Okay. Joseph wet his lips, shimmying up to his lover on his hands and knees. He kissed Barclay softly, reaching down and finding the man's clip once more, giving it more attention to get it to stand good and erect for him. Barclay gasped against his lips color filling to his cheeks as Joseph spread him open so he could position the toy on his erection. How's this? Joseph, well, let's, I should probably do that more sexy. How's this? How's this? Well, how was this? Uh, oh, boy. You're an angel? You're <laughs> that was bad. How's this? Joseph pressed the hole down on Barclay's clit forming a suction that made the other man shudder, the sylph letting out a soft gasp. Good. It's on there. Now try moving it. Joseph nodded, awkwardly trying to thrust the toy on his lever, but after a few attempts, it seemed like his prediction was right. It felt nice, but the awkward jostling took away from most of the pleasure. The agent frowned. Judging from your expression, this isn't doing much for you. Yeah, not really. Here, let me try. He grasped it himself, Joseph letting go, and gave it a few pumps, shuddering with a few jolts of pleasure. Hmm. Yeah, that's definitely more a solo thing. Feels good, though. That said, I don't want to just sit here and have you watch me jack off. No, I'd prefer if you didn't do all the work either. The agent sighed, gently taking the toy and putting it to the side before giving Barclay a a devious smile. Besides... Why simulate someone sucking you off when there's someone who will happily do the real thing? You make a good point. (laughs) Barclay chuckled, kissing his boyfriend again. If there was one thing he always enjoyed, it was Joseph's mouth down between his legs. Actually, Joe. Oh, shit. Okay, never mind. Cut out all me explaining what was going to happen because I forgot that I left it in. Oh, yeah. So weird. It's going to happen. My bad. My B. Actually, Joseph bit his lip his hand sliding down to Barclay's arm where his bracelet hugged his wrist. Are you comfortable with doing it in your true form tonight? I'm admittedly a little disappointed that the toy isn't something we could share, especially after you've made me feel so good. So I was hoping I could show some love to your true self, but only if you're all right with it, of course. Oh. Uh. Barclay swallowed, anxious excitement bubbling in his chest. They'd only made love with Barclay in his real body a handful of times, half of which had been cut short by the sylph's fear of hurting his human partner. It wasn't that he didn't enjoy it, quite the contrary, 
He just got so scared of their difference in size and power that it got to him. Even humanoid sylphs were more sturdy than humans were. Even humanoid sylphs were more sturdy than humans were, and he was still struggling a lot with the mental roadblock of what could happen if he got too carried away. Joseph was always understanding of his distress, however, supportive and kind, no matter what. That said, he also adored Barclay's true form and made sure the sylph knew it. Barclay had originally been worried if his body would disgust his partner, but Joseph was never anything but elated to embrace Barclay's real identity, fur and all. He supposed that shouldn't be a surprise from someone who was so interested in Bigfoot well before he actually met the real one, but it was touching. That's a lot of fur to wade through just to eat me out, Barclay mumbled, rubbing his arm and looking away. However, Joseph's hands came softly to his face, bringing his eyes back to his boyfriend's. And well worth every moment of it to make you feel good, Barclay. I understand your worry when you're pegging me. There's a lot of muscle behind those thrusts that you get scared you can't control. I think you could, but I understand and I would never force you to try something you aren't comfortable with, Joseph told him calmly, an understanding smile on his face. Let me give you this, though. You're not going to hurt me like this, and it's something I want to provide. I love you in every shape and form, and I want to show you that. I... Barclay felt a deep love for the man in his lap in that moment. The man with the kind of tenderness in his eyes that Barclay never thought he'd get to have. He leaned in and kissed Joseph gently before holding out his wrist, offering his partner his bracelet. Okay. Joseph nodded, rubbing his thumb against Barclay's cheek before reverently taking the clasp between his fingers. Giving Barclay one more soft look, he popped it open and let the bracelet fall free. The bed creaked at the sudden change in weight of, its, of one of its occupants. But it would hold just fine. This was Barclay's bed after all. It was made to hold its true size. The sylph smiled sheepishly down at his human lover, who smiled right back, running his fingers through the fur of Barclay's chest. And then they were kissing again, something Joseph had never shown any sign of being deterred by, despite Barclay's considerably larger teeth and mouth. Barclay worried. He always did, and slowly but surely, Joseph had proven time and time again that what form the self was in didn't matter to him. His body language and attraction never changed from one shape to the other, and he engaged Barclay just as eagerly regardless. Now, let's get you taken care of, yes? Joseph hummed, their bodies warm again after their little aside. Barclay nodded absently, distracted as his partner slid down his large and shaggy form. His fingers always felt so nice in his auburn fur. Actually, his hands were just nice in general. Joseph's long and slender fingers had been the source of many idle fantasies before they'd gotten together, and knowing them for real still felt a bit like a very good dream sometimes. Same. Nice hands. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Barclay shifted his weight to give Joseph better access between his legs again, the man parting his dense fur around his groin. It was thick enough that he didn't have to wear pants but his boyfriend didn't seem to mind. The change in form had done nothing to ebb Barclay's arousal, his now considerably larger clit standing erect from his folds. He had to admit he enjoyed just how much size his true form lent to his clit. In his human disguise, it was about the size of Joseph's thumb, but in his sylph form, it was much closer to that of a human cock. The agent wet his lips, glancing up at Barclay's face once more before wrapping his lips around the sylph's clit pleasure rippling through the cryptid as the man began his ministrations. Joseph's mouth was always magic in a way that Barclay was a little envious he couldn't replicate himself. <laughs> big clit lucky. It's that big, that BCE. <laughs> Joseph's tongue lathed over Barclay's length, pulling a rumbling moan from his chest as he leaned his head back. It only took a few passes to get Barclay slicked up, his heart rate spiking as Joseph began bobbing his head rhythmically along the shaft. Fuck, Joe. You're always so good at that. He sighed, not sure what to do with his hands. He decided to stretch his arms out, resting his wrists on the backboard above his head as he enjoyed the view of Joseph swallowing his clit. The agent was quite the sight, attentive as he watched to see if Barclay was enjoying it, his cheeks dusted with pink as he ran his fingers through the fur of Barclay's thighs. Barclay's clit throbbed in the man's mouth, the sylph groaning as his partner did something with his tongue he couldn't even describe. He panted softly, wondering how long he could keep himself from tangling his hands in the sheets or Joseph's hair. 
his partner picked up the pace, earning him another moan. He'd have to be careful. While they were out of hearing range for Joseph's cries of pleasure, Barclay could very well shake the walls with his voice in this form if he didn't show some restraint. He and Joe had been considering getting a place to themselves, which would give them the perk of not worrying who heard them, but Barclay wasn't sure he was ready to leave the lodge just yet. Maybe, though. Joseph patted his leg, getting his attention before he popped off his erection. His expression was sultry and coy. Are you in the mood for anything inside you, love? Or would you like me to keep going as is? Oh, uh, fuck, Joe. Barclay didn't get an answer out as Joseph licked a stripe across his clit, making him shudder with a gasp. Shit. Sure. A little something in me might be nice. Maybe some fingers? Badge is fine. I didn't clean out like you did. All right. Joseph grinned, returning his attention back to Barclay's clit as he patted around for the lube bottle. After a few attempts of not finding it blindly, Barclay chuckled and handed... Oh, Jesus. chuckled and... Barclay chuckled and handed it to him, the agent snorting softly before lubing up his fingers. Gently, he slid three digits inside his partner. Barclay moaning appreciatively. Penetration was a take-it-or-leave-it kind of thing for Barclay. He couldn't really come from penetration alone, but it was a nice addition to attention to his clit when he was feeling up for it. He was a pretty roomy guy, especially in his true form, so he didn't get a lot of friction from it. But having something to clitch around while Joseph did amazing things with his mouth was always a nice bonus. His boyfriend crooked his fingers up into a nice place and then began to hum against his shaft in a way that always drove Barclay wild. It was amazing in his human form, and even more so in his real body. The sylph rocked his hips into Joseph's mouth, letting out a breathy, rumbling moan. His hands finally dropped, Barclay reaching out to put a hand on Joseph's head before remembering himself, his large palm falling short on his thigh. He didn't want to accidentally grip Joseph too hard, especially when he came. His boyfriend noticed, however, sighing through his nose before carefully reaching up with his free hand and tracing Barclay's, intertwining their fingers. Barclay's hand dwarfed Joseph's to an almost hilarious degree, but the gesture was sweet, the sylph giving his partner's fingers a gentle squeeze. However, he was distracted from his worries once more as Joseph hollowed his cheeks, ramping up the suction on his clit. Fuck, babe. You're gonna get me gone quick if you keep this up. He groaned, Joseph smirking around him and giving him a few nice thrusts with his fingers. Barclay was rocking his hips in earnest now as his lover took care of him, pleasure rippling through him. His fur prickled as the desperation for release grew, the sylph recalling the bones he'd brought to Joseph's lips just before this. The way Joseph reacted under his touch and called out his name in ecstasy. How he cared so much and always wanted Barclay to be comfortable. The love and passion he always found in his eyes and the face he made as Barclay brought him to climax. Barclay had been telling the truth when he'd said all that Joseph did in bed was almost enough to make him come from that alone. So remembering that while his boyfriend's mouth was around his clit was about what did him in. Feeling the heat in his belly grow, sharp and hungry and wanting, Barclay pressed the back of his hand over mouth to muffle his cry as the tension rose to the surface of his skin. Joseph responded to his lover's body by thrusting his knuckles into Barclay's wet, warm heat and humming keenly around the sylph's clit, throwing his partner over the edge. Barclay's whole body shuddered, the sylph groaning deep and low against his hand as his large feet curled into the mattress. His fur stood on end, the ripples rolled through him, body clenching around Joseph's hand inside him as his clit throbbed. Joseph rocked up to hold him as orgasm gripped him, Barclay pressing his face into his boyfriend's shoulder. Joseph stroked his fur as Barclay rode through it until finally the warm bliss of release settled over him, calming the shockwaves. The sylph sighed, nuzzling his partner's neck. And that's when I, I cut it off, but there's more story. It's very sweet. They're just radical. That just sounds super, super sweet. I enjoyed all the very yeah. the insects talking and chatting, and the mm-hmm. fact that something didn't work out, and they were like, eh, "All right, well, we'll just do this then." Yeah, yeah. It was very yeah. Sweet. I do like that. Very much That's in nice. love. Very sweet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will say though that they did not go pee immediately after sex, and I gotta say, you just gotta do it. Gotta, gotta pee. do the peepus. Gotta pee. And they were like, they're pee. just leaning and leaning. They were like li- laying, and they're like. 
lube sheets, and they're just like, man, it's <laughs> fine. I was like, mm, eh, you know. I don't know. Yeah, what what's the countdown on the pee time? Like, what's that clock like? Is that like a, I'm just, I'm wondering, because I, I mean, I've definitely done the like, laying on the bed and not wanting to move for a little bit to yeah and I'm, I'm wondering if you have like a internal clock where you're like oh why this is now is it like pretty immediate it's I, it's not like as soon as you come you gotta like it's not like as soon as you come you have to run to the bathroom to pee yeah but well, like i'm asking like your personal oh personally yeah, yeah. Ooh, i can't wait i cannot wait that long yeah it I, just it immediately just, pops into your head you know as soon as like all it comes like you know S- sopped up uh i'm pretty much i'm pretty much down there peeing you know mm-hmm. I just, just, yeah just, you gotta you gotta pee yeah i i also just immediately go because i'm just like can't pee a uti hurts so bad yeah. you know like yeah. i'm just like not worth it that's uh there's been a few times where uh actually i've had this happen multiple partners where they just pass out like immediately just afterwards um, it's very satisfying for me because I'm just like, I did good. <laughs> I knocked him the fuck out. You know, like, oh, yes. Um, but <laughs> but like, it's really funny because depending on, you know, the last position, it's usually like a face down. So it's just somebody like just flat face down in bed, butt out, just, just <laughs> totally tanked. And you're sitting there doing like the poke on the side, like, you should go pee. You, need to go you know, to you'll pee be out. upset if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I get being tired yeah. afterwards. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Got pee. Got pee. So who, who's fucking this Heba gun? I, I feel like Barclay's a very generous and caring lover. Yeah. 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 I think I can agree with that. Seem as far as personality goes, it pretty much instantly Sweetie. talks me into it. And yeah, I I think I would probably have some initial qualms with Bigfoot mode. Um, yeah. But, uh, but I imagine if you fall in love with somebody, there is a certain point where like that wouldn't really affect yeah. you. Yeah. And also, yeah. obviously, the other character really. No, the other character was, bear. it was yeah. very, it was very cute. Like there's a section in there that was like, I would like you regardless. And they're like, yeah, but it really helps on Bigfoot because you really fucking love Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, mm, they yeah, were I mean. all writing, they were writing yeah. Bigfoot erotica long before they met Bigfoot. <laughs> Probably. They were like, oh my God. <laughs> like they, they started dating and they're like, I got, I got to tell you something. Takes off the bracelet. <laughs> yeah. I'm Bigfoot. And they're instantly just like shooting streams. Like, yeah. <laughs> Inhuman amounts of cum yeah. spraying everywhere. <laughs> like a garden hose. Just like, oh, daddy. <laughs> daddy, yes. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. God. Oh, yeah, Joyce. Uh, smash pass. Uh, yeah, I might take a whack at it. <laughs> I mean, right. somebody's whacking. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. somebody. Yeah. Somebody's doing yeah. the thing. Yeah. yeah, you can't complain about the too big penis this time because they can change yeah. up the penis. Yeah, so. they, they can put... yeah, yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. I I enjoyed that yeah. story a lot. It was nice. I like that. It was very pleasant. So, special thanks as always for listening. We now have a link tree. I'm going to try to do it right this time. It's L-I-N-K-T-R dot ee slash laughs pod and that's l-a-f-s-p-o-d it has our website it has where you can listen to our episodes it has all our social media we have a lot of that uh, it also has our patreon be like hardcore kindness and nobilis read and join our patreon be a pervert with us <laughs> give us some money but if you don't have money that's cool too word of mouth is always great reviews you know throw some stars at us we'd love that Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your mom. <laughs> tell someone's also, mom. Like, tell, hey, tell, yeah, like, tell someone's tell mom. mom. Maybe not your mom. Find a someone milf. else's mom. Yeah. yeah. Tell your lovers. Tell, tell your, your lovers. lovers. Tell your dogs. Tell your dogs. Tell um, your ferrets. <laughs> tell your ferrets. But uh, also, you know, check out our website. The thing that really is important on there is our Cryptic Cupid submission form. If you are an author or you have found some erotica, uh, send it our way. We'd love to read it on the show. That keeps this train going, baby. Can't write them all. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's all the things. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 
Right. Man, All it's right. so much easier now with that link tree. Mm-hmm. A sure, sexy, sure. sexy link tree. Makes sure it easier for like- listeners at home that too. They don't mm-hmm. have to like. I'm sure a lot of people have skipped the ending, not knowing yeah, all yeah, the great yeah. fun stuff that I say at the end. Yeah, <laughs> I do a lot of things. Um, yeah, I do like that. That's very helpful. Link tree is great. Yeah, There's a lot of stuff. Really for- good. I've thought about Alrighty. getting us a, another uh, domain just to have it forward to the link tree to make it even easier. Mm. But labspod.com <laughs> is already pretty, it's like pretty solid. Yeah. Maybe I'll get yeah, laps, very labspod.co. <laughs> labspod.tv. All right. Let's wrap it up. All right. Real. Yeah. Watch them shadows, sweeties. Stay horny, babes. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>